to Estradiol Illusions. We are continuing our Sundance coverage. I think this is day four. It might be day five. I've, at that part of the festival where you kind of lose uh, all sense of time, but that's fun because there's been so many movies. And one of the movies that I really enjoyed was one, I think it was, you know, it actually, it was the first one of the festival that I saw. And it was in the pre, I was very grateful that uh, uh, they gave us a bit of a head start on this virtual festival because it allowed me to cover so many more films than I would have. And uh, this one film, Son of Monarchs, I, I saw it about two weeks ago. And I'm still kind of wrapping my head around this very meditative narrative uh that's that's really it is thoroughly about monarch butterflies but it's also kind of about the journey of migration that we 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 find as people uh going from our homelands to other places and uh it's a really uh sort of dreamy uh narrative all all about what it what it means to be a passionate person and uh, I'm so excited to have the cinematographer uh, for the film on because I think uh, his work is really the the. I mean, cinematography is always important, but uh, his his work on this film is 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 especially important. He did such a wonderful job. We have uh, Alejandro Mejia uh, here to talk with us about the film. Alejandro, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you first of all, Ian, for having me in this uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, Me a Mexican cinematographer. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York since like 10 years ago and uh and i got involved in this project uh, son of monarchs like i think seven years before we start shooting i met the director which is french venezuelan alexis gambis uh here in brooklyn and and he immediately started to tell me that story about mexico and the butterflies and i was like oh that sounds so cool and then later on i got the script and 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 i was very identified and related to the character in many ways because i'm an immigrant myself and also in new york so it was already for me like i i need to be part of this project so i, I think really the most technically impressive uh, aspect of this film is is all of the footage that you shot in mexico in um I guess what are called butterfly forests. Is is that a bit accurate? Yeah. Uh, can Can you talk a little? And and I read I read in the press notes that this is really the one of the first uh, fictional narratives to uh, film in in the area that's typically more used for for nature documentaries. Can you talk a little bit about that process? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we got like a lot of support from the Mexican government in that sense, because as everyone knows, like butterflies are in danger of extinction and and they come every year, they migrate from Canada, they cross US and they arrive to the to this forest in Michoacán, Mexico. And uh, so we with them, we were very like carefully like getting into these colonies where where the butterflies are. Usually you don't have access as a tourist in these like colonies that are like special ones. And uh, and it was a crazy process. No, I remember because also it's winter time there. It's kind of cold, not a, not as now in New York. But um it was uh yeah, a journey that started I think like at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. And the only way to arrive there was like walking. So we we went with like all the equipment to the certain point in the mountain where it was no more access by car. And then we were all walking and like being very silent, very carefully arriving there. And we were just waiting for this moment where like the sun start to like warm their, the, the butterflies and then they, they start to fly. So, I mean, 
just being there was like a magical experience. And I always recommend everyone once in their life, you have to go to that forest and see that by yourself. Of course, every point where I was like looking with the camera, I was like just amazed. I was very tempted to like shoot a whole natural documentary there, no? But we were very like looking for certain shots with the characters. And I think, yeah, the, the results are there. Yeah, that was something that I, I was really also thinking about just in terms of um, you hear a lot with nature documentaries if they're looking for a, a specific animal or uh, some that are hard to come by or, or like butterflies uh, going extinct. They can wait weeks for uh, that single shot that they want to use in a in a documentary. And uh, I, I mean, it, it, it seems like uh, you, you guys were able to sort of figure out when they were going to be there and and. and uh, they they populate the area, so I mean, maybe those difficulties wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be there. But it's still like uh, you go there and you're you're uh, there's just so much to share. It, it seems like it would be so uh, both inspiring and overwhelming at the same time. Yeah, you're totally right, and uh, and that was one thing that I was trying to keep myself focused into the narrative story. You no, know? that's the the difference between documentary and and fiction film. That we were having a script and we were having like these certain shots that they were already there of course another important thing is like the intuition and the moment so we were like for example no we were like arriving there and there was these kind of shapes of like bears or like people hanging that there was just like there no and you have to be ready to frame that and keep it for the for the movie that then later on we incorporate that as a dialogue no and uh, yeah it's uh it's a it's yeah it's a it's a very special moment and a combination of so many things but you have to be yeah focused on what you need and uh and move on no so your your sort of biggest job as the cinematographer for a film like this is really to sell the audience on uh the film follows uh mendel who is a young uh, a scientist who uh, is studying in New York and uh, a, a family death, the death of his grandmother brings him back home. And he's kind of like his, his heart is, is in two places. And yet his, his entire, his, his entire life's passion has been butterflies. And your job as a cinematographer is really to kind of, it, it's, it's a unique situation because you really, your job is to sell the audience on the passion that Mendel feels. Yeah, of course, that's uh, the biggest challenge for us is always to translate that ideas from the director or that feelings that he's writing or the script writer into images, no? And and in that sense, I, I was very lucky to to work for the first time with Tenoch Huerta, which is the Mendel, the, the main actor. I think he's, uh, he's the next uh, Mexican rock star. You're going to hear very soon about him in, in, in this country. And, uh, and he's just... I think one of the best actors that I, I had in front of the camera because he knows exactly what he's doing. He gets very involved in, in terms of like, which lens are you using? So I think we, and, and we work in very similar way. We use the intuition a lot in our, both uh, he him as an actor and me as cinematographer. So it was kind of a dance. No, we plan in that sense that like the, the Steadicam movements with the anamorphic lenses we were using, that was for us kind of like floating around the character as a butterfly. We were like kind of getting into that uh, uh, feeling, no? 
Yeah, and you with the lenses, you create. I mean, you create such a such a natural sense of. Uh, it, it's very dreamlike, and it, it it feels like you're really there. But it's also very important for you to be there because I imagine for a lot of people watching, they may like 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 butterflies, but not necessarily. You know, butterflies are not the the number one interest in in the absolute world, but it is for Mendel, and it's very important that you kind of bring the wavelengths of an audience, sort of, who can see, okay, yeah, these things are really pretty. To okay, this is this is my life's work, and 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 you 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 capture that in a way, and with the flashbacks and all of that, it, it it's a very uh, methodically uh, planned journey that uh, I think you sell the audience on very well. No, thank you. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, the biggest challenge to to portray that like obsession of uh, the character with the butterflies, and as you said, combining these two worlds also like present and past, and also New York and Michoacan, uh, all of in uh, in the same like uh, period of time. And and I think yeah, the choice of lenses that was very important for me. I choose these vintage and amorphic lenses, the Lomo, the Russian, that Tarkovsky used to. To use that lenses and um, and I think they were uh, the perfect choice for for this kind of a uh, narrative. So um, a, a a lot of the film uh, takes place in uh, the uh, research facilities in in New York, and you set up you set up kind of a, a really interesting dynamic there because on one end, uh, as as the audience, you you know you go there um, for somebody like me who who grew up right outside New York, and I've, I've seen plenty of films shot in New York, uh, you know, the, 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 the facility shots are, are, um, they're, they're, they're beautifully shot, but there, there, there is kind of sort of purposely, I, I would imagine, uh, the sense that as an audience perspective, you're kind of like, okay, right. You know, let's go back to the butterflies. Like, you know, this, this, this lab is, uh, is, uh, a, a, a bit more sterile by comparison, but at the same time, you know, you're, you're, you're depicting a guy who, who is, caught between two worlds so the way that that was all set up definitely kind of played into the 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 drama that you're also trying to present to the audience yeah that's a very important thing in in terms of like alexis the director he's he's a scientist and a filmmaker so he got access to all these like labs like at nyu and uh and it was very funny because the first time we were scouting there i was like oh what what if uh we move the microscope next to the window. I think it's gonna be better. And he was like, "No, we have to respect like like literally how science works there." No, so that was a very a very good point from him. And then I was like, "Yeah, observing how like the this purple light in this little room, and that's all exactly we were replicating how the the scientists they work there. We spend like couple of days with them." I was asking all the questions and and also the facilities there are already like kind of visually interesting and yeah we were trying to to also keep in this like inside world no like inside the lab we know like new york uh, it's portrayed in so many ways but we were more into the mind of mendel the character more than like putting new york as a as a character no well, yeah, because I mean, if you're thinking about Mexico and the butterfly forest as the the origin of of passion, then then Mandela in New York is is definitely more of the the career in passion, taking your skills and and 
the things that have uh, you know that, that drive you throughout your entire life and uh, applying them to 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 a place where you can actually learn a living where you can earn a living and uh, you know I, I have a lot of friends especially in college who are scientists and they would get like really excited uh, with their research or they'd have like a breakthrough and um, you know from an outsider you can see that they're excited but um, what you guys did especially uh, depicting some of Mendel's research is, you 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 communicated that kind of passion that that w would have sort of a natural degree of distance from an audience that that you know doesn't spend much time in a lab. Yeah, no, totally. It was very important to portray. I mean, first it's like a Mexican immigrant, and not the typical one. It's kind of like yeah, this brown guy that comes from a small town in Mexico, and then also he has this spirituality inside, no? And and we we were always trying to keep that. And and he's somehow suffering in, in New York sometimes. And I think the lab is is, is the temple, no? It's where like he can comes back and feels like safe and feels like focused. So I think uh, we play or Alexis play very well in the script and we, we could portray that on the film. Yeah, and I really liked the way that the film was uh you know, you you could follow with Mendel's uh, with his journey and and kind of the angst and uh, uh, occasionally he's he's pretty distant with his uh, with his partner and uh, you you know you, as a director and a cinematographer you aren't really guiding the narrative with a with a heavy hand you're letting the audience sort of uh, you're trusting the audience to be able to kind of follow along on on a on, on that kind of pace it's 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 a sort of a, a unspoken uh sense of storytelling that i thought was pretty powerful yeah i think uh, alexis again made like a very interesting uh script and it was kind of a mosaic you no know? we we see little things that uh, not necessarily uh, because it was also very ambitious you no know, script in that sense like we were covering so many topics you no know, migration uh, of course politics and science and uh past present love and uh so that was of course like very limited time in a in a less than two hours to try to develop all that characters but i think as you said like audience and we like that that they they can make their own ideas and develop like the parts of the story that they're not necessarily are like abc you know like that yeah, and I mean, there's a very universal uh, sort of relatability to uh, the journey of the monarch bu butterfly, which I, I think I read correctly is the only butterfly in America that has a migration pattern that goes from all the way to Canada to Mexico. Like, that's an incredibly uh, sort of broad amount of distance, especially for an insect to you know that's a really 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 tall order up there and i think that there's a lot of people who have traveled uh you know thousands of miles from their homeland who who really can relate to the idea that uh you know people people don't leave one spot because it's not a beautiful spot or because they can't be happy there they leave because there's a, a better opportunity or there's a chance at a better opportunity elsewhere yeah of and, course and and in that sense like uh like the butterfly monarch is it's a symbol no, of migration like a lot of like like groups and associations here in us they use it as a symbol especially like dreamers or immigrants and so and as you say correctly no like i'm, I'm an example of that i'm a i'm a 
Mexican filmmaker living here in US and uh and I came here for different reasons but uh but I think the world is like we're more nomadic now especially now with all this digital world and the butterflies they were an example or they are an example of of that and a very also magical thing is like in that small town in Mexico they they believe uh that there's like the the past people that the our death like it's in the day of death when they arrive so it's a very interesting and magical coincidence so for for that people there they think it's these like old souls that they are come to visit us so it was also all these like topics that they are already into the butterfly monarch no yeah and i i liked i liked that kind of dynamic too because there's sort of the the cultural spirituality of, of uh, mendel's community and and all of that 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 you can relate to on on a human level and then you know that that's constantly contrasting with uh, the sort of the more abstract and the more personal passion that Mendel has for 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 the butterflies. So there's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, tiers through which the audience can engage with um, the passion at, at at all of the various levels. And uh, I mean, it, it's it's also just kind of remarkable because. Um, you know the the film's depicting a, a a guy in a very sort of active sense of conflict uh in, in certain terms of his sort of inner sense of identity and to watch him to watch that kind of unfold in a way that that, that felt very natural and and you could understand you know it, it it's not like it's not like there's a you know screenwriters writing a scene where you know there there has to be conflict so it kind of comes out of nowhere and and you say uh you know sometimes that that looks a little unrealistic but here with son of monarchs it it felt like it was very very personal and intimate and like each each way as it unfolded that that it felt like that he was you know you you could relate to him even if you didn't necessarily agree with everything that came out of his mouth yeah not totally i think uh also in that sense not the notch Huerta, the the main actor he he portrayed amazingly the character which is also based a little bit in alexis life he was a scientist and a filmmaker coming from france to new york but he he got deep into the mexican world and that was another thing that he chose like a a lot of like mexicans in the crew especially of course for the michoacan part and that also helps to to understand that world in a in a way that you say is personal no it's not like from an outside point of view or from like, you know, like distance. It's like we we are like close to him and we can feel, we can think like him. And I think uh, we we made a good job on that. Yeah, and I just just kind of going back to the the, the documentary uh, sort of comparison as as we start to wrap up. I mean, one of the one of the things I love most about covering documentaries is that you get to uh, you get to see people who are really really passionate about a subject. They spend years engaging with it, and then they condense it into a you know ninety minute, uh, hundred twenty minute narrative that is shown to an audience, and, and you know it needs to be digestible to people who maybe don't always feel the same way. And you know that's that's kind of different for narrative because you're telling a story, and yet with 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 Son of Monarchs, you you managed to do that in a way that you kind of got to uh, enjoy some of the the great triumphs that you would find more in a documentary. Like you really sell the audience on butterflies, and that's I mean that's really challenging. The, you know, little kids when you go to the zoo, I can remember being like in the Bronx Zoo, being so excited at the butterfly house that they have there, or the big cat caterpillar that they have. 
and then like along the way as you grow up you uh you know you see a lot of the world and and that kind of awe and wonder doesn't necessarily come back but that's something i i find the documentary can kind of pull out of me and to, to see that son of monarch do that was really very powerful yeah and i think in that sense it's like uh also i i jump usually between like fiction and um and documentary projects so and my my base and my uh, origin is like in the street photography so i was like always kind of observing and capturing that moment and in that sense uh yeah we incorporate that in son of monarchs i i, I really like to work with like natural light and like natural locations and it's uh interesting that you can notice that that we we try to at, at least i don't know like yeah be very naturalistic no and very real and not uh because yeah, the butterfly world could be also very fantastic, or we could go in like in different directions. But for us, it was like yeah, we have to keep this like down to earth. You know? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, uh, just this last question as we 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 wrap up. Uh, it's a different kind of Sundance. We usually ask our guests sort of how they've been uh, enjoying the festival, experiencing the festival. Uh, nobody really went to Park City this year, although the snow has now come to you in New York. Uh, have you been you've been having a good festival? Yeah, no, no. Like I, I'm, I wanted to say that it's it's of course a different new experience that I started last year, uh, getting a couple of awards online in the Tribeca Film Festival, Best Cinematography, and also the Golden Frog at Camera Image. And so, but I think. Which is different of this one is like uh, I really enjoy watching the movies uh, from home, and it's the first time that I'm I can watch uh, such a number of movies. Like usually, like or last time I was only once at Sundance with a movie two years ago, and I think I could watch only one or two when I was there. So I think now this uh, kind of the democratization of uh, film, and that everyone I don't know how many tickets they sell per per movie but they told me they were like a lot so and some of them are sold out so that means like more people is watching the films and i think that's very special but of course i miss uh, being inside the screen room and hearing the laughing or like the reactions of yeah. the audience Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and the the ticket the ticket process has been pretty great. I think I think only two were maybe probably a couple more were sold out, but pre pre ahead of time there were two that were sold out. And I've been able to get pretty much everything I wanted either on the first or the second. But uh, anyway, Alejandro, it's been uh, a real pleasure. Congratulations with Son of Monarchs. The awards are well deserved. You did a fabulous job. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Ian, and uh, and uh, hope you're you're fine over there. Yep, uh, it's uh, a little cold in Southern California, but no, uh, nobody else in any other part of the country wants to hear that. So because it's still pretty warm, <laughs> much warmer than everywhere else. Uh, it's been great, and uh, to everybody listening, we have a really packed. I, th- I think we're close to thirty reviews for Sundance Films and uh, a couple of podcasts. Uh, more on the way. Uh, it's been a great festival, and it's been so great to uh, chat with you, Alejandro. Tell everybody listening, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. <laughs>